everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Words, Images, and Worlds. I think it's exciting. I'm pretty excited about it. Joining me is Terry Liebenson. Terry is the author, illustrator of a series of books that you've probably seen out in the world, and that is the Emmy series, Emmy and Friends. Uh, truly, Tyler being one of those that I read recently. I think you have Surprisingly Sarah coming up as well and of course the first one uh, i think the first one was invisible emmy is that right yep that's right i thought so um so thanks for joining the podcast to talk a little bit about comics and literacy and reading engagement and so i'll just if it's okay i'll go straight to some questions that i've shared with you and you can share with listeners out there um, the first question being, why graphic novels and comics? What drew you into this particular way of telling stories? Oh, my goodness. We're going way back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I just remember one of my one of my very earliest memories was reading the comics pages or at least looking at the comics pages. It might have been even before I could read. And I was just instantly drawn to Peanuts snoopy woodstock um and i i've always i've always um had a knack for drawing Uh, both parents are pretty artistic and it just came very naturally to me so i just started drawing snoopy and woodstock over anything and anybody (laughs) and uh and didn't really stop until i started creating my own characters and um and I just love reading comics once once I did uh, learn how to read. Um, my my brother had this uh, had this comics collection in his room, and I'd sneak into his room when he wasn't there and steal them away and, <laughs> and of course, forget to give them back, which he wasn't right, very pleased right. about. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then i I went on to um, create my own comics and comic comics comic strip characters. Um, I was really drawn toward comic strips more than comic books. And um, eventually that led to being a syndicated cartoonist. And um, then of course I segued into these hybrid books as I call them, like part illustrated novel, part graphic novel. And, um, Mm. but you know, definitely comics. (laughs) I think I've just always, I've always loved, loved storytelling. Um, and, and kind of marrying uh, art and writing. Um, but it's funny because everyone just assumed that I would become an artist of some sort, but uh, writing never really factored in until, until a little bit later. I uh, discovered I really loved both at once. I, I love the idea of a hybrid book, a book yeah. that can pretty much do whatever you need it to do in order to tell the story that you want to tell. Absolutely. I love the format. And um, so your books have this really nice sort of fit with um, I've done upper elementary, a little bit of upper elementary. I was a middle school teacher for eight years and I'm now teaching high school and I've done a little bit of college, too. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, they, they, your books have this really nice sort of fit with like upper elementary, middle school. They just speak to a lot of those issues and those places in life that uh, sometimes are, are the awkward places of life. Um, with that, I know you probably went to visit several schools throughout your authorship and your careers. You've been sharing books and stories. Do you have a favorite story of a school visit that comes to mind? 
Um, not necessarily a story, but I just remember some of some of the fun things um, that really stick in my mind. Like, um, I love it when teachers or librarians have the students create um, artwork or, sto or or maybe their own stories um, based off of my books. Um, they're really personalized and you could tell, you know, they're they're really trying hard and they've definitely read the books and right. they've done their homework. But uh, like, I remember once being greeted by um, all of these plastic bottles, plastic water bottles that um, kids turned into um, their favorite characters of, from my books, yeah. um, which I thought was really clever. Uh, that's, that definitely sticks out. Um, and Another visit, I think this was actually during a book. Yeah, this was during a book festival, kind of a recent one where um, uh, I think the um, the festival, the um, I'm losing my words. <laughs> um, the, uh, the the folks in charge of the festival had all the authors photos put up on uh, posters and they were they were hung on these large glass windows and kids could write messages on post-its or, or do their own little drawings and just stick it on um, each author's poster, um, whatever they want to say. And it was so touching. I, I love stuff like that. Nice. Some instant feedback. And uh, I know that sometimes it's hard to hear from everybody in an author visit. So that's a really cool idea, sharing post-its. And now I have a recycling idea for all of the water bottles <laughs> right, that are right? left at yeah. the end of the day. That's great. Yeah. That is great. It's, it's good, too, because I think, um, you know, cartoonists and authors and the like, they, you know, we're, we're usually working by ourselves in our little hovels. And it's it's just mm -hmm. it's nice to actually hear from readers in in one capacity or another. And I just, I just love how personalized those things were. So it's always nice. Emails are nice too. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mentioned sort of the, the age that you tend to write for, um, not that uh, other ages couldn't enjoy the books by any means. That's one of the beauties of a comic or graphic novel is, you know, the sort of opens up readership in a lot of ways. Um, what themes, what messages are there that you want readers to take away with them from reading your series and your work? Really, all I want is, well, partly to entertain, um, you know, just hold the reader's attention, um, but also just to connect um, to so that if if kids are going through any kind of struggle um, and, and usually I write about pretty universal stuff like um, being excluded or um, the, my next book's going to involve um, it's going to touch on a bit of bullying um, or just, you know, like just, just friendship issues and challenges, school challenges. Um, I just, I just want them to know they're not alone. Um, and I think that's really, that was the catalyst for me to write Invisible Emmy because I, I wrote the book that I would have loved to have had when I was, when I was that age, because I was, I, Emmy was me. I was very shy and quiet and artistic. Um, art was my favorite way to express my, really the only way I had to express myself, I think at that time, because I wouldn't open my mouth. <laughs> And I just, I wanted to see a character who, who was the same way and who was, you know, kind of able to find her voice. So um, that's what I try and do. I just try and connect to the reader. 
some awesome things. And I, I think it's a much needed series. I'm glad that it's in the world. I know um, kids that love comics, but that are not, are not necessarily into superheroes or, you know, a lot of comics really push the age limit up a lot. Uh, even as a teacher, I'm not always comfortable sharing the comics that are out. Um, so they're nice, huggable books, I think, as Jerry Craft would say. Um, <laughs> That's a great and, saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Totally. And I love that you have a series of them. So if a reader connects with one of them, they have another to go to and another it's kind of like it's the middle school multiverse is what i'm thinking about i love that i love that um, can i borrow that you can you can you can take it um do what you will with it yeah you don't even have to don't give me credit or any anything like that uh (laughs) i hope that fits um the the kind of world that you're looking for so uh before we sign off anything that you want to promo i know that surprisingly sarah comes out i think about a month from now um any other websites or or anything else that you'd like to mention for readers and listeners sure yeah um well like you said my my seventh book in this series is coming out in uh yeah almost exactly a month in uh may 2nd so uh Wow. <laughs> it's just hard to believe there are that many at this point. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that one. It's kind of a, an unusual format for me. It's uh, It gives you sort of a, a what if scenario. So it, it kind of presents two different um, scenarios and and the book, the story kind of takes you through both and, and how um, each of those are wrapped up. So it's kind of cool. Like I, I call it the sliding doors book, but um, of oh, course nice. kids, probably wouldn't get that reference but, <laughs> but their get parents that. there's some paltrow <laughs> going to paltrow reference there right right yeah. yeah and um and if you want to read about that or about any of my other books or just view a lot of fun videos and other things um yeah my website is just terryliebenson.com um kind of kind of a tough spelling but um if you'd like me to spell it, <laughs> I can I'll make that. sure I, I add it to the description too. So it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. So yeah. it would take a while to get through that. <laughs> I, I did a review of an early copy of truly Tyler, um, but I haven't seen a copy of the surprisingly Sarah. So when I read the description, I thought, Oh, it sounds a little bit like a choose your own adventure. So it's, it's cool to hear. <laughs> yeah, and I'm curious yeah. to see how that looks on the the page too. We'll see. Hopefully it works. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sure it will. Um, So this has been another episode of Words, Images, and Worlds. And thank you so much to Terry Liebitson for joining and speaking about your work. And if you haven't read a good graphic novel lately and you really want to connect with uh, middle school and just truths about life in general, definitely recommend this series. All right. Thank you. Thank you.